the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Uh, Paul and I are back this week with Wendy and Kathleen to chat about all things Orlando. Both Wendy and Kathleen are Orlando pros and have been numerous times. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. And, And this time we have we have. Jill and I in the studio, and because we're in the middle of an office move, we have Kathleen and Wendy remotely. So this is the first time we've done our podcast with uh, with dial-ins. Yeah. <laughs> Very Technology at its best. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a very different way of doing it. So you're both very welcome. And um, yeah, so just maybe to kick off, how many times have you both been, and Paul, how many times have you been to Orlando? Um, well, I've been, I was trying to count earlier and I can't, I, I can't remember if it's four or five times, but I think it's five times now that I've been. Um, it's a good sign when they all merge into one in your mind and memories. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say five times. <laughs> I've been, I, again, I'm counting up. I think I've been seven, um, two of them, my own holiday and the rest, I was very lucky to be on fam trips. Oh, very good. What's a fam trip, Wendy? So fam trip in our industry is short for familiarization trip. So essentially we get sent off by our employers and usually in conjunction with, um, you know, hoteliers or maybe a tourist board and just to familiarize ourselves with the destination and to be able to to sell it on to you guys and, and, you know, tell you everything that we know about it just makes it so much easier then. Good, good. I've been at least six or seven times but only once was it not work and even that was as Wendy says a fam trip Mm. so all the time I was there was working I was contracting which is doing deals with hotels and sending sending people to Orlando so dealing with all the Orlando hoteliers and all the other destinations in in, in Florida like Gulf Coast and Miami and Lauderdale all of that but uh, yeah one time I did get to go and be a total tourist and I loved it it's so much fun it is. It is just the home of fun, isn't it? It really is. And the team park capital of the world as well. So you know you're in for a treat when you go there. Yeah. Number one visitor attraction in all of the United States. Wow. Um, and why do you love Orlando so much? What would be your favorite thing about visiting it? Um, for me, I love how, so I'm, I'm really big into film and I'm really big into TV. And for me, going to the likes of Universal Land Resort and experiencing the rides um, and the same for Walt Disney World, it puts you into those movies and it puts you into those TV shows. And for me, that's magic. I'm all about the simulator rides. Um, I absolutely love them. I'm a ginormous Harry Potter fan. So the Wizarding <laughs> World of Harry Potter is my favorite, favorite, favorite place, which is an island of adventure in Universal. So I think it's always, I think it's nearly that immersion and that kind of you know it's something that you never envisioned growing up that you'll be able to step into you know something that you followed your entire life and that's what I love about Orlando that's probably my favorite thing um I would say you are very enthusiastic (laughs) I love love your face like we're sitting here looking at your face and if we could if we could if we could video cast the, the Kathleen's face at the mm. moment you would just book a <laughs> holiday to Orlando I'm and Wendy nonsense you have the biggest <laughs> smile it's gorgeous Wendy but I, I would absolutely second what Kathleen said about Harry Potter especially anybody that has read the books and seen the movies it is incredible because you actually look like 
you've dropped yourself inside the movie. It, it's uh, it's phenomenal what they've done there. I, I mean, that that particular area in um, in Universal is just one of my absolute favourites. Um, for me, I'm a pure adrenaline junkie. So the bigger the ride, the, the more times <laughs> I go on it. it. They're just out of this world. Absolutely amazing. You probably wow. love Rip Ride Rocket, do you? Love it. Oh my God, like five times in a row. <laughs> what I, I, what yeah. is Rip Ride Rocket? What is it? What is that kind of? It's the scariest the... roller coaster in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, maybe not, but maybe just to me. Wendy, you love it. You you go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> it's, it, was the, it was the biggest ride and longest ride that they had at the last time I was there anyway. And when you get into your seat, you get to pick um, a, a song that plays into your ears as you're going around and they video you as well. So you can hear this, this song as you're going around the roller coaster and parts of it actually go outside of the boundaries of the park. So there's tracks that go into City Walk and then back into the park. Wow. It has like a, a literally a 180 drop oh and gosh. lots of twists and turns but it's 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 phenomenal it's just amazing like the, this how is, this is at universal these, it's yes. in universal yeah. studios yeah yeah and you did that five times in a row you're very brave yeah yeah now it's <laughs> hard to be me. able to do that but we again very lucky that I was on a fam trip and we were kind of got the VIP treatment and he just kept nodding to us as we were going along we were saying yeah please go again <laughs> and they, they allowed us to stay on it which was which was fantastic um but yeah it's it's not easy to get that done so right. unless they're quiet which is rare because they're always, always busy yeah I love as well in in Orlando um, and it's probably again it's that childhood nostalgia I love in Walt Disney World the parades and the firework displays in Magic Kingdom that's another highlight for me they are absolutely spectacular mm. um, I think no matter what age you are you're it's just so oh it just gives me chills like even thinking <laughs> about it they're amazing that's another thing I love about mm. Orlando and they go on every single day yeah yeah I think yeah for for me I think it's just absolute escapism and your guy you guys in your guy's enthusiasm just speaks to that. Yeah. If we because, could just bottle that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> give it to people like, yeah, you go. You know, yeah, it's Florida, so it's warm. Weather's generally good uh, year round. But you just land in Orlando and you're in the middle of Florida and it is theme park everywhere. And it is yeah. total escapism. You know, we've all had a tough few years. It is just... And even before the tough few years, it was just really nice to be going somewhere that was just totally mad. You're not lying on a beach. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. You are going, mm-hmm. having rip-roaring fun. And yeah. if you don't want the rip-roaring fun, you do what Kathleen is saying and enjoy enjoy the parades. And, you know, you have everything there. It, it, like, it, it's incomparable. There is nowhere quite like Orlando. Definitely there really not. isn't. And I think as well, what keeps Orlando interesting as a destination, and I think that's why so many people go back year after year, is they're always reinventing the wheel. There's always something new coming. Totally. Um, whether it's a new ride or a new show or a new restaurant or a new theme park, which happens all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. There's always something coming in the pipeline. And I think that's what keeps the Irish absolutely hooked on Orlando is yeah. that, you know, like even in the pandemic, so many new rides have opened yeah. up. Um like yeah, endless rides and like when I when I was working there sorry to go back but I was I started working there in the 90s like not working there but contracting and Universal Studios wasn't even present on International Drive at that time wow it was literally you know Disney World the, the Magic Kingdom Epcot SeaWorld was there Wet n Wild was there on International Drive 
you know, it was it was actually quite limited. And when you now see, you know, Universal being there, and I think they have seven or eight parks now, isn't it, within Universal Orlando? Uh, Universal is three. Disney three. is the the wow. one with the six. Or oh, yeah. maybe I'm confusing their hotels. Maybe they have seven or eight yes, hotels. They have loads three. of hotels. <laughs> yeah. So them. like that wasn't even there. And then you you listen to how the girls are talking about. Where the, where the rides have gone and they've all gone with the characters and the movies and the books and the serializations of things that we've seen you know the minion stuff what, oh. what were they talking about last night at the, at the USA soiree thing there's, there's, there's a, the Mario the universal Mario oh, yeah, the, the, Mario, new, the new Mario ride is going to be out <laughs> oh my god like they have really kept current yeah. so mm-hmm. you know it, when, when I think back over 30 years ago to what it was it was something special then and it was still the number one and they have just kept reinventing themselves and they are constantly investing and developing new attractions and new rides and it is you have so much choice That's there really is yeah. like it, no matter which side you go to in terms of parks on the Universal side they have two new coasters in the last two years which is the Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure which I believe is the longest roller coaster in Florida uh, it's nearly a mile long <laughs> it's meant uh-huh. to be so much fun you sit on a ro- you sit on a, a, a motorbike and then you have a little sidecar so you ride her in the sidekick car <laughs> oh brilliant amazing yeah and then the other one then is Velocicoaster which just opened I think last year and that's meant to be we saw Insane. we saw the videos of that last night. Yeah. It looks terrifying. Oh my god! It really does. Yeah. <laughs> it's in I Universal. Think they- they have redone that that's part of Jurassic World exactly. yeah. and they yeah. have redone that whole section because that that I mean that was a, a major part of Universal for so long and the rides I think were just getting that little bit old they only really had one major ride in Jurassic area and um, so I think they've added now the Velocicoaster so I'm I'm itching to get back to Orlando well, because same. you just yeah. get that feel as soon as you walk into one of the parks even before you get to the parks when you walk up to City Walk and you see that big universal ball you I can't even describe it it's just it's like a bit of anxiety and <laughs> you know excitement and good anxiety. when I'm even yeah. talk oh good good yeah. anxiety anticipation <laughs> you know it's, it's like a little bit of fear about you know oh, am I going to go on this ride you know I, I, I you're so excited about it and when we're talking about it on the sales team you get that same feeling because you, you can you can put yourself standing at that universal ball itching mm. to get in and and see Harry Potter and see all the different worlds around around universal and um uh, islands of adventure it's it's just out of yeah, this world amazing. what always gets me as well and if you've never been it's something that you probably won't expect and i'm going to use jurassic world or jurassic park which which was previously as an example when you're walking through those gates like you do in the movie the music the Jurassic World music yeah. is playing around you yeah. oh my god it's amazing it's, like you are entering this world and it's it's, it's and just, you feel like you are in you're walking into the movie like it's 100%. like it's real it's, it's incredible yeah. and Disney do that so well as well like it's just the most immersive place you can go um and while the parks are you know really they're full of adrenaline rides and you know all the simulators and they're fab the team parks also have amazing water parks which yeah, are perfect yeah. for the down days um disney have two blizzard beach and typhoon lagoon um and then universal just opened a couple of years back um volcano bay which i love it's Stunning. a brilliant water park such a great water park and it's really i haven't different. been yet 
It's so good. And you know what? It feels really like a resort. It feels like you're kind of on a Caribbean island because the slides aren't necessarily like all in your face, like that traditional water park. Yeah. So they closed wet and wild and they've built their new um, hotel resorts on that, that, that land, which we'll mm. get to soon, I'm sure. But what I love about Volcano Bay is there's a huge volcano in the center and that is your focal point. It's got a swimming pool there with it has waves in it or whatever. But the slides are nearly kind of hidden and it, you feel like you're in a tropical oasis. You feel like you're on a Caribbean island somewhere. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Apparently, um, when they were building it, they did because when they, they closed down Wet and Wild because they thought it, you know, it had gotten a little bit tired and they did a survey for people to say, what are the things you don't like about water parks? And everybody said the wait time and carrying your flotation device or your rubber ring, mm-hmm. whatever it is, up the steps. So they, when they built Volcano Bay, they did this whole new technology where you get a, a wrist watch. And it's, I think it's called Tapu Tapu. Yes. So yeah. you're in like a virtual queue. So there's no queuing. And then you don't carry any rubber ring up five flights of stairs. Yes. It goes up <laughs> a, a machine. So they, really they've good. really gone all out with new technology to try and reduce rides and, and the whole lot, as you said, make it a more pleasurable experience for people who don't want to go on slides. You know, they and can sit the... by the pool. The tapu tapu as well. When you're walking around the park, there's little points where it's great for kids that is interactive with your watch. So I'm using my Fitbit as an example, and you kind of hold it up to certain um, symbols throughout the park that you have to look for, and it might set off water sprinklers or oh, it might wow. make a statue move. Um, and it's really fun. Actually, it'd be great for families walking around um, if they were strolling or trying to keep kids entertained to find these hidden little um, points where they can interact with mm. what they're seeing around them. It's really cool, actually. Wow. It's, it's a good system. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, they so, want to go back now. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have chills. <laughs> but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll start with kind of, you know, for people who haven't been, the, kind of the geography of Orlando. So we have Disney and the Disney World Resort area, probably to the south of Orlando, so to speak. And Universal is on International Drive, which is, you know, kind of more central Orlando. And what else theme park wise? So we, we know there's Disney, we know there's Universal. What other theme parks are in the, the kind of locality of Orlando? So on International Drive itself, you would have the you, the three Universal parks are kind of at the very top of it. So yep. I suppose the very northern end of, of this, this stri- International Drive, I suppose you could call a strip. Yep. But down the other end, then you have the uh, SeaWorld parks and entertainment. So you've got SeaWorld and Aquatica, which is another water park. Um, so they're they're kind of in conjunction with one another um, and you can buy tickets that will cover those two parks, but will also cover Bush Gardens, which is down in Tampa. Yeah. Um, so the tickets that we we sell for the parks will always include a transfer down to Bush Gardens if you want, because it is about 90 minutes from Orlando down towards Tampa. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What I is love Bush, Bush Gardens. What is it? So nice. It's like jungle theme park it's, theme. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. You know, and the, the rides are very adrenaline junkie. Oh, <laughs> big time. They have, <laughs> they have, they actually pride themselves on having something like six of the top roller coasters in the world. You know, they wow. when they do these ratings, they have six of them in the top 10 in the world. And they are, it, it is well worth the visit now, I have to say. I, I love Bush Gardens. But even the fact that like, you can do like the safari in it as well so yes. you're on the back of a safari truck and you go out and you can feed the giraffes and it's it's just unbelievable you, like, it's it's it, it's the most incredible way 
to to spend your two weeks on on holiday. I have wow. to say, I love it. And and then back in the SeaWorld area as well on International Drive, they have their other park, which is slightly separate. Um, it's Discovery Cove, mm. um, where you can swim with dolphins and have really, it's a very, very small theme park, um, but it's more of like a one day experience. And again, yeah. it's, that, it's that tropical island feel. Um, you can choose to swim with dolphins or not um, because the park itself is quite enjoyable and there's lots to do around it. Um, it's not for roller coasters now. I think it's definitely more laid back, focused on the pools and the, be- the kind of man-made beach and stuff. It's... Um, another really really popular spot down that way as well and it's all inclusive so all your meals all your drinks so if you're bringing kids it is expensive but it is well worth it it is absolutely well worth it I would say maybe not for kids under six because they can't swim at the dolphins if they're younger than six just from the depth of the pool Um, and you do only get about 30 minutes with the dolphins but there's loads of other things to do like you can do snorkeling and you know swim alongside stingrays and they give you all the snorkel equipment and they give you your um, dolphin friendly suntan lotion and uh, literally if the kids want snacks drinks all included for the whole day that's That's discovery cove yeah, yeah, yeah. And they only let, I, 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 the last time I looked anyway, it was only a thousand people yes. a day. Yeah. Okay. So you never wow. feel like there's, it, it, it's packed because it, it, it isn't. It's it's so spread out that you, you, you know, you're not on top of anybody in, in the park. And that's definitely one you pre-book as well for that reason. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes can be booked out yeah. months in advance. I loved SeaWorld. I know it's not adrenaline junkie. It's a lovely kind of quiet, calm day when you want to take a break. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, really nice. And they do have they do have a couple yeah. now of of big roller coasters oh, do they? there, but yeah. o- only two, two or three, I think they have yeah. kind of where it get your heart rate going definitely. But the rest <laughs> of it, as you said, Paul, it's like you know the shows and 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 like that, and they're home to the horses that you see, you know, the bush horses. Yeah. And you can go and, and go in Dales. and interact with the horse. Yeah. Yes, yes, they're the ones. Because yeah. Anheuser-Busch, like Budweiser, is the owner of the Bush Gardens okay. and yes. all of those. So like that's their brand piece. So you're yeah. Universal, you have Disney, you have Bush, which is SeaWorld um, and Aquatica and Discovery Cove. And then you've also got Typhoon Lagoon, haven't you? Yes, that's in Disney. That's one of yeah. the Disney ah. um, water parks. Oh, mm. very good. Yes. So there's six parks in Disney, four theme and then two water. So yeah. there's Magic Kingdom, which is your main one, your big castle, your iconic fairy tale. Yeah. It's fab. Then you've got Hollywood Studios, which is where the new Toy Story Land is. It just oh, opened wow. before the pandemic. Um, you've got Epcot. Um, where else? Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And then Typhoon Lagoon and, and Blizzard Beach. Beach. Yeah, so there's loads out there as well. You guys one are just the, the master of yeah. escapism. Like it's just <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. But yeah. I think uh, you know, I think with the whole geography on it uh, is really important because Disney is in the the Lake Buena Vista yes. area, which is it's massive, like the size of Greater Manchester. Mm. So I recommend when I'm booking customers that if they are staying out that area, if they want to predominantly do Disney, is they take a car Mm. because when you're on International Drive, you're essentially staying there because you're closer to the Universal theme parks. But a lot of the accommodations will offer free transportation to the Disney parks. Okay. Okay. And if you stay out in Lake Buena Vista, it's not that feel where you can walk outside your hotel and walk to like a a restaurant or a bar just up the road because it's so spread out. International Drive Um, definitely feels like you're more connected. It feels like a strip, like a resort centre. I definitely think so. I've stayed on an iDrive a few times 
experience now and there's a couple of things I really like about it one the hotels there's so much variety like mm. depending on price and budget but what I really like about it is because I've never had a car when I've been to Orlando um, the times we've gone on our own holidays and we've stayed on iDrive you can get a thing called the iTrolley iTro- yes. and it's like a little shuttle service mm-hmm. and it runs up and down um, the strip and um, it's literally a couple of dollars a day it's so inexpensive and it's a great way to get from one end to the other because yeah. it's ginormous like Orlando is just so so big so I love the I love the trolley to get up and down and um, like because along I drive you've loads of shops you've got restaurants you have lots of attractions there as well mm. ones for rainy day like Wonderworks um, you know uh, Ripley's believe it or not they're all along there too but my favourite reason for I drive as well and if you listen to our New York podcast you, you're just going to be like okay this is this one again uh, the shopping <laughs> there's an outlet at either end <laughs> you literally have a premium outlet on either end you've got the International Drive Orlando outlets and you've got the Vineland ones at the far end near SeaWorld yeah. and like my, my hotel used to be in the middle so I'd go to one in the morning <laughs> come back drop my bags off and then go to the other for the afternoon theme park shopping <laughs> yeah absolutely um, so I love that for that reason um, and then a couple of years ago as well on the iDrive area it's the whole new um, space uh, I can't oh my god I'm drawn blank but it's, it's where the Orlando Eye is and yeah. Life Madame Tussauds that's a gorgeous new area it's so nice it feels very different it feels a little bit more high end even though it's not than other parts of yeah. Orlando there's so many beautiful restaurants in it I've had tapas there there's a Shake Shack um, but it's a lovely lovely area and it's right in the middle as well mm. so that's a really good attraction. And again, it's great to have indoor ones as well for the rainy days because, you know, in the summer months, you know, they do get rainy season in, yeah. in Florida. Yeah. So there's lots there to, to take in if, if it's just a little bit wet to go to a, the park that you want to on that particular day. Now that's great to get an idea in terms of iDrive and Universal being at the north, SeaWorld being at the south and then Disney down further south towards Lake Buena Vista just to get uh-huh. a scale because it is hard to explain to somebody who hasn't been before just yeah. how 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 vast, vast it is yeah so yeah. we're kind of saying uh, and um, what, what I think we'll come to in a minute Jill is we'll talk about the hotels on site for Universal and on site for Disney but if if you're not up to staying on site I drive we're kind of saying is one of the really good areas to stay and one of the yes. other one of the other options for people uh, in Orlando and it's a great it's a great accommodation option is the villas with private pools and in mm. those cases, you would need a car no matter what. Absolutely. But okay, if you want, yeah. you know, the freedom of not having a car, a reasonably short transfer from the airport on arrival to your hotel, iDrive mm. tends to tick an awful lot of boxes. Absolutely. And has got a lot of investment in recent years, proximity to Universal, just a, you know, a trolley ride down to down to SeaWorld. And as Kathleen says, an outlet at either end of the mall. At either end of the strip, what's not to like? <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the hotels on site because they add to the kind like the theme parks are not just theme parks they now have property on site where you can stay so talk us through that and and talk talk to people who haven't experienced that and what it's like and why it's different yeah, I feel um, I'll start with Universal because um, I've stayed on site myself there. What I find with the with Universal is they nearly their their hotels are nearly part of the they are part of the experience of staying um, and enjoying their parks. Um, they have a couple on site and they're all different levels, so they have something for every accommodation budget. Um, the one I stayed in was the the top one at the time, um, which I'm delighted and very lucky to have experienced, and that's Portofino <laughs> oh, Bay. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. But, 
Yeah, it's really, really gorgeous. And what I loved about it was, um, so all their hotels would have shuttles to the parks. But if you're staying in one of the high end um, universal hotels, you can get the little boat. Yeah. <laughs> sails right up to the globe. It's fabulous. Um, oh, wow. so, um, but you get uh, perks. That's probably the main advantage of staying on site. One, mm. the standard of accommodation is fantastic. But secondly, you get perks. So you get like early park entry. And then in the higher accommodation options, you get um, fast passes, I believe as well. Wendy, you might confirm that. Um, yeah, the universal express so yes. that's like is it skip the queue kind of option yes. so they include that in their top three so yes portofino hard rock and royal pacific yeah okay. my favorite out of all the hotels um that i've been actually is one of the it's one of the budget hotels budget um <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous it's cabana bay and it's a fantastic option for families because the price point is amazing in it yep. but it feels like it's very retro there's lots of really old cool 50s yeah, cars yeah. Yeah. it's all bright colors there's a bowling alley on site it's got really cool pool areas and it's just a really really funky hotel and my favorite rooms in there um actually overlook volcano bay i remember i was doing a, a site inspection on a fam trip like when mentioned a couple of years back and I opened up the curtains not knowing what I was going to be looking out at just going around <laughs> nosing and I pulled them back and the volcano was right in front of me it was absolutely stunning like mm. just such a cool hotel so I think that's my favorite wow. um, I've stayed in Cabana Bay as well and what struck me is the size of the room so you know for a family that are on a budget and they do want to be on an on-site hotel even though you don't get the fast pass with that you still get the early hour because the extra hour in the morning before the park even opens on-site guests can get to go in the hour earlier which is great that the budget hotels have that as well but the size of the rooms like they hold up to six people in the family suites they're they're terrific and they have the kitchenettes as well in some of the rooms Mm. there Mm. um which is really handy for anyone with kids or you know even to keep like just a bit of breakfast if you don't want to go somewhere on the way out in the morning you want to go straight to that early entry you know yeah it's um they're really really cool rooms actually it's a great hotel yeah brilliant um, actually, as well, speaking of them, before we move on to the Disney end, Universal, they opened um, again during the pandemic there uh, two properties on International Drive because the, the park itself is on Universal Boulevard. It's just like a street over kind of, if that makes sense. Um, but the hotels opened up on iDrive. Um, one is where Wet and Wild, their old water park used to be. And in the opposite, it's just across the road. Um, so the Surfside Inn and Suites and then Dockside Inn and Suites. And they are amazing hotel properties they one of them has two bedroom suites in it as well yeah but the whole point of them being slightly off off the resort even though they're part of the resort one you still get your early hour entry in the morning yeah. you've got your free shuttles but the price point because it's on iDrive and not actually within the gates of mm-hmm. Universal they're the prices so good are iDrive prices okay so it's so good like the quality of their properties is second to none they've got amazing pool areas um if they're just they've got places to eat on resort or in resort in the the property as well like they're just really really great hotel options um, and no doubt already they're going down a storm with the Irish uh, who love value and <laughs> yeah. love being able to get in ahead of the crowds to get to those iconic rides as well so great. um so the yeah they're bit... really, I actually can't wait to go see yeah. them Hopefully so a great choice and are they are those two then part of endless summer is that is that what makes up yes. endless summer yes. yes endless summer is the overarching and then underneath that you have dockside in and suites and surfside in and suites brilliant wow so the best wow. of both worlds the on-site experience and then being on iDrive which is yeah yeah so you can kind of take a stroll outside the hotel and walk to like there's numerous restaurants and bars and experiences in walking distance you know whereas when you're staying at the the other on-site properties that are up around the parks 
you're you would need to take a taxi down to iDrive really because it's mm-hmm. it's on quite a busy motorway but you would have the likes of City Walk which is the area surrounding Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure and again there's lots of restaurants and there's nightlife there's a cinema um you know so there's loads to do up there if, if you've done the theme parks you know when you're coming out looking for dinner you'll find like the, mm. the biggest hard rock cafe is there it's the biggest in the world it's, it's absolutely amazing but there's loads of things to do in city walk there's also then they they do lots of live music um where you can just sit in the evening and get and get a drink and sit and watch the music so that that's a really good option as well to do in the evening time is is around the city walk area and on the other side then in the Disney and they have Disney Springs which is a similar experience um, again amazing restaurants amazing shops so if you're staying out in that area or you're in the parks all day it's such a good place to go for a bit of food afterwards mm. I actually went to see Ollie Murs play there when wow. I was on one of my trips <laughs> wow. uh, he was playing in House of Blues like he was basically from here to my wall in front of us like whereas in Ireland he'd be in a huge arena Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's kind of crazy to see so you never know what you might find so he played in Disney when we were there in, in Disney Springs and we got tickets to go see him Fantastic. Um, which was really cool it was full of just Irish but that's another really great place again like city walk if you're on the disney side or you're in the disney parks for the day disney springs is really fun um, yeah. and there's lots of choices there as well and uh, tell us a little bit about the on-site disney hotels there's so many there's so much choice with Disney as well isn't there Wendy um, yeah. I think what they do really well is they're so good at teaming their hotels as well um, like attached to their Animal Kingdom Park you've got a property where when you look out your window you're looking at actual safari animals so you're wondering oh wondering wow. by, your, by your window yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and I think what's great about them is Again, they have got budget hotels right up to five stars. So there is something to suit everyone's budget. But say in, in each of them, you might have Mickey Mouse walking around. Mm. And if Mickey Mouse is walking around in one hotel, he won't be walking around one of the other hotels. Okay. You know, so in other in other words, there's only one Mickey Mouse. So why would it be at any of the other hotels? But then you'll get always get characters within the hotels around the um the, the the Lake Buena Vista area and you can do things like um uh, a character lunch and a character breakfast where you specifically go to one of the hotels and you have breakfast with the characters and there would be maybe five or six of them walking around and you can get photographs and it the, the kids younger kids especially just absolutely love it it's, it's a real wow. it's an absolute must experience if you're staying little, at disney my little two-year-old would be would die if mickey mouse <laughs> walked up to him he's obsessed all i want is mickey mouse clubhouse <laughs> right that sounds amazing yeah yeah it, the character breakfast especially is when you when you see the kids their their expressions when you, they see the characters coming out is amazing. One of my favorite hotels was the Contemporary Resort. It is four star. The monorail oh, that yeah. goes from each yes. around the different parks goes right through it. Like it actually goes. Mm. Oh, it, the hotel is nearly built it's over like it. Kind of like a triangle. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Hotel. we're all doing yeah. yeah. If you could see us now, we're all <laughs> It is stunning. Yeah. So it was it was one of my favorite Disney hotels. I haven't seen many of them. I, I have done more of Universal, but I think because I don't have kids. So I think the for me, the Disney side of it is more for families with with smaller children. And then once they reach kind of that seven, eight, nine, ten mark, they, they want to go to Universal. My sister is actually just back and she had her two with her. 
and they they I, I couldn't believe it my 11 year old niece was getting on cue for the Hulk and they're sending me videos and I can't <laughs> actually believe she's getting on the Hulk one of the biggest roller coasters in Universal but they absolutely loved it and her girls are seven and 11 wow. but they did both they did a bit of it they think they'd one day in in Magic Kingdom and then the rest of their time they spent in Universal I, but I think again it's more the kids ages mm. they preferred the Universal side of it yeah, I think like what people generally tend to do is they're either going with the intention because there's so much to do. And no matter how many times you go back, you're always going to have something new. So I suppose it's very much, you know, working with your your travel agent to ensure that you're booking your, your property in the area that's going to align exactly. with the park that yeah. you want to visit. Exactly. And even if that means dividing your time, you know, perhaps you're going for two weeks with your family or, or with your loved ones and you want to do seven nights in one. Why not Great go idea. and spend another couple of nights in the other side? Great um, idea. And kind of mix it up that way if it takes the pressure off a little bit yeah um, that's another way to approach it as so well. accommodation mm. kind of fits with the theme park piece accommodation on site at universal on site at disney on i drive which is close to universal and then those villas that we talked about which are dotted all around orlando but you're going to need a car for those so that's they're yes. kind of the accommodation options yeah. that we have mm. we've looked at the theme parks we've looked at the accommodation piece in terms of the tickets you know, what, what, how should people do this? Do they buy them when they get there? Do they buy them in advance? No. How's the value? 100% ahead. get them get them ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the tickets that we do um, are only available to the UK and Irish market. So when you get there, you, they, these tickets won't be available to you. And also, it's a minefield when you get there. So on average, per park, per day, depending on the season, you're going to pay between 100 and $150. Okay. For, for a one day entrance. Whereas say for the likes of the universal option, you can do what's called a three park explorer ticket, which covers unlimited access for Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure and Volcano Bay. And for an adult, you pay about 363 euro per person okay. for that. That's 14 days. That's amazing. Yeah. Exactly. So when you when you break it down, yeah. and if you break it down, going more than once. Which you will. More than one yeah. time yeah. a day. It, it's mm-hmm. phenomenal value. So yeah. buy your tickets in advance. Get the multi-entry, longer Absolutely. duration. Yeah, 100%. And you'll need that as well, especially for Universal. The reason being, if you want to ride the Hogwarts Express, it goes from one park to the other. <laughs> yes. And you need your ticket to get to the other parks. So if you're buying a ticket on the day, you might miss out that opportunity to be able to Absolutely. ride the Hogwarts Express. And who doesn't want to ride the Hogwarts Express? I While know. I'm Everyone about, should. Here I go again. I'm after going back to Harry Potter. It's a different experience either way. So when you're going from King's Cross to Hogsmeade or Hogsmeade to King's Cross it's a different experience so you'll experience a different ride entirely so it's like nothing you've ever seen before Uh, because (laughs) you're actually on the Hogwarts Express and you look out the window and it's uh, you know, you, you, uh, you, uh, if, you've, if you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It you is know, just unreal. And even just to touch on that again, like in the Hogwarts, in the Hogwarts castle, the ride that's in there, the simulator. Um, I remember the first time I was, I went on that with, um, Paddy, who my now husband, and we, you're, you, so your legs are hanging, and you're, you're on a broom essentially. So you're in a seat, but in the, in the ride, you're on a broom, and you're chasing Harry. You know, um, through the experience, and I remember at the very end, you kind of swing forward, and the entire school is standing there waving at you, and yeah. I was so immersed. I started waving back. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like, are you waving at a screen? But I was so <laughs> taken over by the entire thing that I felt like I was in the film. It was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it sounds like so much fun. I wave at them every time. <laughs> I think I think we all need to get to Orlando. Yeah. Like 100%. this this escapism after mm. the time we've all just had sounds like the perfect antidote mm. to cheering us up, getting our brain in a good place, getting the adrenaline yeah. flowing, getting yeah. the, the positive vibes going. Oh my God, it is just adorable to listen to the two of you <laughs> enthused it's about just, Orlando. It, it is a holiday where you are without a doubt going to make memories. It, 100%. And the memories will absolutely last forever because, and you know, especially when you're traveling with children, you know, they're, they're, they're Obviously, we know that it's it's all, you know, smoke and mirrors and, you know, a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes. But the kids just think that they're on a movie set. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's and just unreal. <laughs> well, yeah. Especially the ones I'm looking at. Definitely. <laughs> and tell us, like, but, you know, that's the Orlando piece. And mm. um, what else can we add on? Like, we can well, you can add on cruises and you can add I on different things. I was just to say that. Because while this is all amazing, there's no denying your feet are going to be in bits <laughs> here in Orlando because you walk so much. Yeah. So I think, you know, firstly, one of the things people don't realize often is that Orlando is in the center of Florida. Yes. Sometimes people think that there's a beach attached to it and there isn't. No. Uh, but you're very near the beaches. You're very near the coastline. So St. Pete Clearwater is an hour, an hour and a half drive. You got Daytona Beach on the other side, uh, Cocoa Beach, etc. But um, as you mentioned there, Paul, a cruise. Oh, my God. Whether it's a three, four night Bahamas cruise or one down to the Caribbean is the perfect perfect end to a holiday to Orlando you've come that far the value is amazing your feet yeah. are going to be killing you you're going to want to lie down in the sunshine have all your food taken care of and all your drinks um and a cruise perfect, perfect way, way to, one to do that. Yeah. And yeah. like you could do the beaches but why yes. would you because if you do the cruise all your meals all your entertainment is included yeah. and as you've both That's just it. said you're wrecked you're really yeah. tired you know you've done it all where you can just get a transfer or get in the car drive an hour hour and a quarter over to Port Canaveral and mm-hmm. you have MSC, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, Norwegian, Princess, everybody more or less cruising out of there for, for like even a short duration, just add on a three or yep, four nighter. That's it. Just to come down off the, just, yeah. <laughs> the high. Not really big high. Let you somebody relax, look you after want, you. Like, the flip-flop yeah. life, you'll need it. Your toesies <laughs> will need it. And, and yeah. So talk to us about those options and those cruises and, and, and where they go and their private islands and, and just why yep. would you do Like, you have gone that far. You have spent a lot of money. You know, it's it's a bit of a flight. Like, it's eight, eight and a half hours. Aer Lingus are direct mm. year-round to Orlando from Dublin yep. four times a week. Mm-hmm. Amazing service. All of the other airlines yep. can fly in via their, their, their other gateways. So you can fly direct from Dublin, from Shannon into New York, Orlando, Boston. Austin, and then come down you can you can mix it up and do two center but let's talk about adding on that cruise and and why mm. and 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 just give people some flavor yeah. for that and what you touched on Paul there about doing if if you don't fly direct say for instance if you have to go on a certain day or whatever and you don't fly direct you'll still clear your customs and immigration here on this side if you fly via the states yes. mm-hmm. so if your first point of entry is somewhere like Boston, New York, Atlanta, yes. um, wherever, you know, you, you'll still clear your customs and immigration in Dublin, which is a, a major plus. Huge, yeah. Because Huge. when you get to the other side, you just are treated like a, a domestic passenger and you just leave the airport. And you get no that, Wendy, anything. You get that whether you're on the direct or whether you're on the indirect, so long as it's yes. a direct service from Dublin yes. or Shannon into the US. Yeah. And I think we've, we've got like something like 13 routes back open 
on the direct service yeah. and like probably 10 of those are along the East Coast. So yeah. great choices, yeah. great opportunities yeah. across Delta, United, American Airlines and Aer Lingus. Yeah. Yeah, and with the with adding on a cruise, then you know, like in the last couple of years, um, MSC Cruises and Royal Caribbean have opened brand new private island experiences in the Bahamas. You've got Perfect yeah. Day at Coco Cay, which is mm. Royal Caribbean's private island experience. Wow. Again, it's, it's unreal. If you want, there's a kind of a theme park element to it with this huge big water park they have on site, or you could just relax in the sun, which you probably going to want to do after <laughs> walking running around and like walking, a crazy person yeah. for a few days. Yeah, um, my sister so. actually that was just out there. She did a week on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And they did perfect day at Coco Cay because they, Royal Caribbean will offer seven nights every Sunday. So it works perfectly with the Aer Lingus flight going out on a Saturday. So you can either, you know, stay one night, do your seven night cruise and then do six nights. So it, it works out perfectly for a 14 night duration. And they every week that they have that cruise on Harmony, it always visits perfect day at Coco Cay. She, my sister said it was just out of this world. She said there are a lot, there are quite a few paid options. The water park you do it's have paid, to pay for, yeah. but she said it was unbelievable. The kids just had a ball, mm-hmm. but she said there's loads of other options that are included in the price. You can just go and chill out by the beach, all your food. So there's like a, like a buffet. So it's like they move the buffet from the ship onto yes. the island. Yeah. They do that in Labadee in Haiti yes. as well, Royal Caribbean. Yeah. I actually was walking in, I did it a few years ago on my honeymoon and I was walking in alongside of the food thing and I was waiting for Paddy to take a picture <laughs> of me and then this tractor came with about 100 <laughs> different trailers on it. I didn't see him for about an hour. <laughs> I was just watching all the bananas and everything going oh, wow. by, ready to serve and all the sausages and burgers ready to serve our meals for today. But yeah, yeah it's a really cool island. Um, it looks amazing. Um, MSC also opened up um, a reserve and a private island um, in the Bahamas too, Ocean, um, Ocean, Ocean Key. Key Marine Ocean Key, Reserve. Yes. Um, and that looks so relaxing. Stunning. Stunning. I've yeah. seen the videos on that. It is amazing. Mm. And like uh, their MSC Meraviglia is based out of Port Canaveral and does three and yeah, four nighters taking in Nassau or wow. just taking in Ocean Key. And it would just be the ideal relaxation yeah, at the 100%. end of, at the end of your holiday and then and then Nassau is a fabulous port to call yeah. as well there's actually it's just so nice to walk around or there's a beach nearby the port called Junk Canoe that you can relax on and the water is like a bath mm. it's amazing um, so yeah cruise is a lovely way to end an Orlando holiday just because you know you you are tired yeah. Yeah. it's a busy holiday and there's so much planning involved bef- like before you Beforehand. go to pick your parks but also when you're there you kind of work into a schedule or yes. you know you might be tired today we'll do the parks in the afternoon rest in the morning etc and it's important to know the hotels all have amazing pool facilities as well mm. um but cruise you just switch off you wake up somewhere new every day you're unpacking mm. once there's mm. no pressure mm. get off the ship stay on the ship you know it's just it's so easy you don't have to think about anything there's such good value with your food and everything yeah. included yeah. as well it's and it's literally compliment. an hour's transfer and we can we can include the transfers as well we we have a private transfers from pick you up at your hotel on International Drive or wherever it may be and bring you out to Port Canaveral. And then if you're coming off the ship the following week and going home, it'll pick you up at Port Canaveral and bring you back to the airport. So it's really handy. That sounds great. Anything we've missed, like we've covered so much. We've covered the theme parks, we've covered where to stay, we've covered kind of the the tickets, the location piece, adding on the cruise, the flights, anything else? I feel feel like we've got it all, haven't we? (laughs) 
Well, that, what, one of the things as well that I love about both Universal and Disney, even though Universal would be my preference, is the different times of the year. So say like Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Halloween is yes. a major, major thing in, in Orlando. So in Universal, they'll do, uh, they open the park at night and they do what's called Halloween Horror Nights. Wow. So it's really only for adults. <laughs> I wouldn't let children, because it can be quite, square, quite scary. <laughs> they will base it on a movie you know okay. so you might have um uh, vampires walking around and then you have guys chasing you with chainsaws oh, and then no. you go through all these haunted houses but anybody that's into halloween it's a must an absolute must you do pay for it it's mm. only a one night experience okay. but it's only something like from the best of my knowledge it's about a hundred a hundred euro okay and okay. it's it's money well spent Mm -hmm. but on the flip side of that for Disney they do Mickey's not so scary Scary Halloween Halloween. (laughs) the the perfect foil to that and tell me so so like year round everything is open 365 Mm -hmm. days a year Aer Lingus are flying in direct all year four times a week all the other airlines are flying in direct with daily connections you know regular connections down is there yeah. a good time to go? Is there a time to avoid, you know, or is it just get on with it? Enjoy the humidity, enjoy the sun, enjoy the coolness. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts? It's, absolutely. It's busy all year mm. round. It's always going to be busy. It won't be as busy, say, in off season. So when mm. the kids, unfortunately, are in school. Um, it, like I, I priced yesterday for flights for Erlingus and they were only something like 550 euro. I mean, wow. that is that's amazing for value yeah, for a direct that's flight. Good. You know, it's all and good. like we were saying earlier about the accommodations, there is something for everyone. Yeah, you know, there really is. But like again, summer season, the the queues are going to be at their highest. It's peak season. Peak season for um, everybody, but, so it's going to be the same for yeah. Mid- yeah, yeah, and the same for midterms. midterms. As well. You're going to pay a little bit more. I am the kind of hour season traveler. I prefer to go like November time. Yeah, December. December's a little bit more expensive. But I like November because you're kind of getting that Christmassy vibe. It's not too hot. It's more like twenty yeah. degrees. It's a bit more bearable. Uh, I like May as well. It's really April. good. even though it's Easter it is if you book early you're going to get amazing value um, for around April time and like that the weather is not too hot and it's it's just nice wow yeah Brilliant. Sounds great. And you can add your cruise year round. <laughs> yeah. It's Good. always going to be a cruise if you want to, yeah. you know. So it's open all the time and you can keep going back because it keeps changing, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. And um, I'm thank sure you. everyone thank has you. much better understanding of Orlando and I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more inquiries because you guys sold it very, very well. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a million, Wendy. Yeah. Thank you, Kathleen. I just, I can't thank you enough for your enthusiasm, the escapism, just the sheer joy is just, you know, it's what holidays are about. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. it. 100%. Great. Well, we're ready for round two, aren't we, Wendy, to discuss yeah. the excellent <laughs> things we love about Orlando. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us. And if you would like to follow us on our social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And if you have any suggestions for us, please email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. All right. Thank you very much for joining us. And thanks, guys. Thanks, Jill. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.